You're waking up with Pat and Tom. New Country 105.1. Great time last night in Roseville. Carly Pierce, on her own dime, came out here and performed for everybody. She knocked it out of the park. We were hoping to raise around 20 grand for the campfire victims. Three times that. Total amount $63,500. Thank you, everybody. Ah, it was just such a, an uplifting night, and it's so cool to see everybody in that room having the backs of everybody who was affected by the Butte County fires. Just absolutely unbelievable. And it was great to meet Bill. Is that the guy's name? It's Bill Hart, uh, who was one of the evacuees. We brought him up on stage. If you were there, you might have uh, seen it. Um, and he talked about his escape from the fire that day, and it's harrowing. We're going to post his video a little bit later on our Facebook page. It's six minutes worth of... Uh, it takes you right into the fire and right up close and personal to what... The people that escaped, what they went through. Yeah. It, unbelievable. At one point, he described to us, uh, as he was trying to drive out, the fire coming up behind him, and he called it a tsunami of flames, which I thought was just so horrifically descriptive. And he said there was no one behind him, so to his knowledge, he was the last one out. Yeah. And he saved, Imagine that. He saved yeah. a couple of lives. He saved the lives of a couple of dogs. Uh, and, and just an unbelievable story. So here you have this great night of giving and just feel good, and it's pretty somber in places, and Carly Pierce was great. And then, right towards the end of her set, you remember little J.J. who got on stage with Chris Jansen at Downtown Chowdown? Of course. Right, he was there with his cowboy hat on. He wants, I mean, you talk to the kid, and I, I, was, I was warned by a couple of other listeners, well, that kid gets on stage all the time. It's all his parents want. No, that's the kid. You talk to him for two minutes, he'll tell you straight up, this is what I want to do, this is where I'm going, I'm going to Nashville. He dresses like that, he talks the part, he just, he loves it, he absolutely loves it. And Carly Pierce brought up little, little JJ towards the end. Here's how it went. Here's little JJ in his cowboy hat. <laughs> oh, I better hide every one of them records that turn me on. Knock them up, knock them up. I better hide the one. I hope somebody tags me in this photo. <laughs> Second drinking song that kid has sung, though. I'm kind of concerned. <laughs> it's a little too early, yeah. He, yeah. Did, what, he did fix a drink with, uh, with, with, uh, uh, with Chris Jansen. Chris yeah, Jansen. He sure did. If you'd like to see JJ on stage and the whole, actually, the whole show, we've got locked and loaded on our Facebook page at KNCI. And uh, the picture of JJ up on stage with Carly Pierce on our Facebook page at KNCI Pat and Tom. Have anybody in your life who's losing their filter? Like, uh, there's no edit between brain and mouth. Some people are kind of built that way. I think my mom's at that stage in life now. She's in her early 80s. I called her yesterday and this conversation about, and it's no mistake, I think, that this story comes to us on National Cookie Day. <laughs> Ten football players at a northern Illinois high school suspended from the team for three games last month after they ran across a field naked 
with Oreo cookies wedged between their buttocks. I wish Johnny O still worked here. You'd make him do this. That'd be our, that'd be our, hold on. That'd be our 740 break. Oh, my God. It is Byron High School, which is in upstate Illinois. They were suspended for what they called indecent exposure, duh. But the school administrators concluded that they, um, the Oreo run, as they put it, was voluntary. <laughs> they were not victims of hazing. And so they had to set out their last three games. And they had a great season going. And the last game they had to set out was the state championship game, which they lost mm. to Monticello High School oh, by no. four points. So I'm telling this to my mom, and I, and I got to the school that won the state championship, and it's the town where my mom and dad grew up, where they went to high school. It's like less than 3,000 people, and they never win anything. And I said, how about that? That's your old high school. She goes, it is. And I said, and they're national champs. And without missing a beat, she said, they never won sh when I was there. <laughs> okay, Mom. What'd you have for lunch? Wow. So can we get back to the Oreo cookie run for just a second? <laughs> oh, you are interested in doing that, are you? Can we visit that? <laughs> Double stuff. <laughs> Your big question one more time for the family four-pack of tickets to Global Winter Wonderland. Harry Lime and Marv Merchants, those are character names, star in what holiday movie? Hi there, go ahead. What do you think? Is it Home Alone? It is indeed Home Alone. They are the Wet Bandits. <laughs> Remember, if this makes the papers... We're the Wet Bandits. Yay! Congratulations, you're going to Global Winter Wonderland. What's your name? Yes. What happened to the person yes. we were talking to? Well, it's my wife, okay? Uh-huh. So, Brenna, she always makes me late for work because she listens to you guys every morning. <laughs> we can hear in your voice that you're just thrilled about that. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Been asking the last couple of weeks, get your tickets for this Campfire Benefit show starring Carly Pierce if you can, and you did, and it sold out, and we had a wonderful time last night with not only Carly, but also, also uh, Matthew Nathanson, who's the, the pop guy that was there, both That's artists. Like if Bono had a kid, it would be him. Yeah. Can you not tell that your microphone's not on? You know what? Because the light's been going out, so now I'm used to the light not being there. So but don't anyway. your headphones work? Yeah, I mean, I can still hear you guys. I mean, can you, you hear yourself? I don't really pay attention. <laughs> <laughs> I just focus on speaking. Okay. That's not what I'm hearing anyway. I'm I sorry. I just focus on Bye. the speaking. <laughs> we could all benefit from that. <laughs> anyway, it was just an awesome time last night. Both artists dedicated, or, 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 or uh, actually, what's the word I'm looking for now? They, they donated their, their time. time. Yeah, none of them, neither one made a dime off of this. So we could maximize the amount raised for the Salvation Army and Campfire. Uh, victims, and we and also want to mention there were some sponsors that kicked yeah. in big time. Like, thank you to Stoney's Rock and Rodeo. Without question, they just said, "Okay, got their checkbook out. Here's four thousand dollars. Is that enough?" Yeah, there were several others, and the final total was sixty-four, sixty-three thousand five hundred dollars. We went into this thinking if we raise twenty grand, that'll yeah. be awesome. Oh yeah, we raised three times what we thought we could do. So, and, that, I love it. and when I say we, I'm, I'm mostly you. And the uh, the whole show is locked and loaded. On the KNCI Facebook page, and there's a number. There's a crawler across the bottom, a number, in case you still want to donate. So thank you very much for that. One of the most, if not the most poignant moment is when we brought a guy named William Hart up on stage. His story, I believe he was the last vehicle out of paradise. And as he was escaping, there were trucks and cars to the left and right of him on basically a one-lane road that were trying to get off the road or get around him that burst into flames. Why his truck... Did not burst into flames like the rest. Who knows? He had embers raining down on him. At one point, he had a, a flaming branch land on the hood of his car. There was a woman who had gotten out of her car. She works at the hospital. She had taken three hospital people with her 
and said, let's go, we got to go. Her car caught on fire, so they, they ran, they got out of the car, and the other three people left her there, and she's just standing on the side of the road, and when Bill came up on her, she had her hands together, she was praying because she thought that was it. And he yelled at her, get in the car, get in the car, get in the car, and snapped her out of it, and she did. And it would love to post the video, but there are some words that you shouldn't hear that I think I would speak a hundred times if that were me in a vehicle yeah. trying to escape that situation. And somehow he made it out uh, through the grace of, of God, and somebody was watching over him, more than one somebody. He also rescued a couple of dogs, and we brought him up on stage. This is what Bill had to say to everybody who was there last night. The evacuation, it was just an hour and a half and less than that for some people, and you just had to leave. There was nothing to grab. That's how fast, how wicked this thing was. There's people like me that I'm blessed to have friends and family to help me out. Um, there's people that are less fortunate than me, and that's why you guys are here. And uh, thank you so much. There's nothing more I can say. Thank you, Bill. Oh, my God. Yeah, that was unbelievable. And I uh, had a great conversation with him because he, he literally, like most people, escaped with only the clothes on his back. Uh, you know what he does for a living? Yeah, he's, a, he's an umpire. He's an umpire. Really? He yeah. umpires baseball games at the high school level, junior college level, D3 and D2. He's trying to become a D1 uh, um, col or college baseball umpire. That must be how he maintained his cool in the car because, again, the video, we're, we're kind of reluctant to post it because there's some not safe for work language uh, in there, as you can completely understand. But at the same time, he maintains a level of calm that Pat and I this morning were watching it. It's just going, I would have just been, I would have been. If he, also had, he had eight years in the Army. I was just going to say, military, he's military so yeah. that has a it, lot to do with it. But that calm under pressure was the difference. It was just remarkable. Thank you again if you went last night. You're making a difference. New Country 105.1. Pat and Tom's Hot Nashville Minute. William Michael Morgan got candid in a new interview about his broken engagement to runaway June's Jennifer Wayne last year. You know, when he he was accused of cheating several times. He says in the days that followed, he found himself spiraling out of control and excessively drinking. It was my time. It was a time in my career where I needed to buckle down and get serious about the music again. It was a time to get back in the studio. I'm writing about quitting drinking. I'm writing about my failed engagement. I'm writing about my daughter being born. And even though he's not my favorite, I'm not going to lie, I'm interested in hearing it. Got three quick ones here. Tim McGraw partnering with Snap Fitness for a line of health clubs. They're going to be called Lift Until You're Dying. No, they're not. They're going to be called True Mab. Uh, and the first ones will open in Nashville next month. Darius Rucker is getting the band back together. Darius and the rest of the members of his 90s group, Hootie and the Blowfish, will reunite next year, go on a nationwide tour. They'll also release a new album. And congratulations to Devin Dawson. The Orangevale Native's debut album, Dark Horse, was named one of the 10 best country albums of 2018 by Esquire Magazine. Campfire Benefits show last night at the grounds in Roseville. Thank you again, everybody, for raising Three times the amount that we thought we could get. $63,500. And Carly Pierce, Incredible. thank you. I feel like I need to say thank you to all of you. Uh, you have raised so much money for such an amazing cause, and you are helping so many people. And so I applaud you tonight, and I am so honored and happy to be here. So thank you for all that you're doing for these people. Out here on her own dime, we did have a chance to talk to her about what a great year she's had and how something happened in her life that she never saw coming. I'm on a unapologetically like in love it's just funny i just never thought i would be this girl so my band's in here and i'm sure that they're like so tired of hearing it but it's fine are you the girl that you used to make fun of yes 
<laughs> I've never cared about that side of things. I've always been like, I don't care. I'm, I want my career. And now I'm like, where are you? The whole show from last night is locked and loaded on the KNCI Facebook page. Go check it out. Such a wonderful night at the grounds in Roseville. Our Campfire Benefit concert starring Carly Pierce and also uh, Matthew Nathanson, both artists, uh, donating their time. 100% of the proceeds uh, going to Campfire Relief, and the show was sold out. If you went, thank you so much for showing up. And also, the vendors donated all of their proceeds as well. That's the food trucks. That's everybody else that you saw there. And uh, they were selling Paradise Strong T-shirts, which was great. Yep. I think the only time the night really got quiet is when William Hart, Bill Hart from Paradise, who escaped the fire, got up on stage to tell his story. And it's pretty doggone incredible. The video of that, along with the entire performance, is locked and loaded on our webpage at KNCIFM.com. And that included one really fun moment when little JJ got up on stage to sing with Carly Pierce. If you were at Downtown Chowdown, you saw him up on stage with Chris Jansen. And, it, you know, I just want to say, I, I have to be clear on this, I had a couple of listeners during Downtown Chowdown come up to me and go, that kid always gets on stage. Well, guess what? Sit down and talk to him for a little bit. I think he might be in fourth grade. He, you're right, Tom. The kid reminds me of everything that John Party's mom used to say about him when he was little. He dresses the part. He wants to go to Nashville. This is the only focus that he has. He wears the hat. He talks like a cowboy. He dresses like one. He wants to go to Nashville. He wants to become a singer. Whether or not it happens, who knows? It won't be for lack of effort. And you know this poor guy? I love this kid. He gets bullied at school because of the way he dresses, the way he talks, and the kind of music that he's into. So I say, good for you, J.J. Keep being you, J.J. And the fact that Carly Pierce saw him, laughed, pointed him out, and said, you better get up here and help me sing this song. Moment. is that uh, with Chris Jansen, he sang Fix a Drink, and, and, and with Carly last night, Hide the Wine. Could, could George Strait maybe bring him up and have him sing Milk and Cookies or something a little more age-appropriate? <laughs> I hesitate to bring him up on stage with Kane Brown during Heaven, you know? <laughs> but I think if you're going to Kane Brown, you'll see him there. I think he's coming to the show. But J.J., great job. Everybody's $63,500 donated. And you can still donate and catch the entire show at KNCIFM.com. So many national days, it's only occasionally that one really stands out and deserves to be noticed. And that is Cookie Day. National Cookie Day is today. And we've been talking about your favorite kinds of cookies. And I think that off air, we, we uh, all three of us acknowledge that you need to... Um, Give a shout out to certain packaged cookies. Uh, for example, Circus Crackers. Uh, they, they call them Circus Crackers, but they're a cookie and they're fantastic. They, the icing and they got the little. I think it's, they're just called Circus Cookies. They're made by mothers. Cir yeah. Oh, are they called Circus Cookies? Yeah. I don't care. I'm too busy eating them to read the package. <laughs> Same. And then you had a good one too. Nutter Butters. Nutter Butters. Although, is that more of a cracker? No. 
Are you no, sure? No, it's definitely a cookie. Is it? Yeah, it's definitely yeah. a cookie. Nutter butter's a cookie. And what about vanilla wafers? In a pinch or in pudding? Yes. Like if you have banana pudding, it's, Absolutely. it's, it's That's not a bad. Big, you yeah. had one technical question, though, and, I, and this yeah. could be a game changer. Go. Cookie clarification. Are ice cream cookie sandwiches officially a cookie? You know, I'm going to go ahead and say yes. Okay. Because it's... It's two cookies. It's two cookies. With ice cream. Yeah, and how often are there, like, cookie patties where, you know, two cookies are smushed and there's, like, fudge in the middle or whatever? And this is just ice cream in the middle of two cookies, so same difference. Isn't there a place downtown that, like, that's what they do, are ice cream cookies? Yeah, it's not downtown. It's actually up the street from us. It's uh, next to the movie theater up here on Arden and Howe, whatever that theater is, Century Theater, I believe. Yes, you're right. it's called Cream. So it's an ice cream shop. It's right to the left-hand side, and... They, it's it's a local business, and you get to pick the cookie, you get to pick the ice cream, and you get to pick what it's going to be rolled in, you know, on the edges. I have a question. Yes. You said it was close? Yes. See ya. Coming up with Pat and Tom. Yeah, why aren't we there right now? <laughs> Are they open? We're out. New Country 105.1. Here's what's trending. The Recording Academy is delaying its announcement for the 61st Grammy nominations to avoid competing with memorial services for President George H.W. Bush, who passed away Friday. The organization planned to announce the nominees tomorrow morning, but will now share select categories on Friday at 5.30 a.m. you got to get up early for this specific time. On CBS This Morning and Apple Music, a full list of nominations will be posted at 5.45 at uh, Grammy.com. All any of us care about are the country nominations. We'll have those at 6.40 on Friday morning. Sometimes a little guy wins. In this case, it's literally a little guy. Nine-year-old Dane Best has gotten the town council for Severance, Colorado, lift a ban on snowball fights. The ordinance has been in effect for years. Originally classified snowballs as missiles with the potential for causing bodily harm. But Dwayne, or Dane, Dane's name is Dane, argued very simply that snowball fights are fun. And they give kids a good reason to go outside and play. The council agreed unanimously, and after proceedings, Dane, wearing a dress shirt and a sharp-looking bow tie, was allowed to throw the town's first legal snowball in years. That a boy. Uh, This week, four emergency room doctors sat down with the classic holiday movie, Home Alone, and surmised that Daniel Stern and Joe Pesci, the wet bandits, would have died 11 times before the movie was over. You guys give up? Oh, yeah, thirsty for more. They started with the uh, the shot to the groin, remember, with the doggy door. Right. Good little fella now, and open the door. He said, well, this wouldn't have killed Joe Pesci. He may have walked differently and certainly wouldn't have got up right away. Falling down the icy stairs for Daniel Stern. He said, lower lumbar issues, a concussion, possible death. The blowtorch to the head. That thing. And then putting your head in the toilet and it blows up said would have killed Joe Pesci. Flying paint can to the skull would have caused a brain bleed and there would have been lights out for Harry. The thing that brought him down was an 80-year-old man wielding a flimsy snow shovel. (laughs) (laughs) If you'd like to see their analysis locked and loaded on our webpage at KNCIFM.com. Pat and Tom. New Country 105.1.